0: OwlCast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. This is the student edition. Listen to the exciting story of the American Community Schools of Athens. Check out what drives all the members of our international community of learners as we create the education of the future. Here's John Papadakis.
1: It's not every day that artists exhibit their art to the public. Sometimes artists go through their entire life before they get the inner strength to expose their work to the critique of others. The fact that a 16-year-old student artist gets this opportunity is by itself remarkable. 11th grader James Lane is our guest today. James, welcome to the student edition of the Outcast. You are one of the artists exhibiting their work since May 11 at the Hellenic American Union with the title The Two Met until June 11. For those that haven't had the chance yet to come and see it, can you walk us through it? What can we expect to see and why
2: this title? So, The Two Met is a exhibition in which is titled after the very first Exhibition my grandfather and my grandmother had together at the Hellenic and American Union at a Kennedy Gallery. And we named it The Two Met because we wanted to kind of give this reconcealing theme, this, this genre of reconnecting uh, and bringing their past to the walls today.
1: Um, summarizing, the central idea, Uh, the curator of the exhibition notes, many of the ancestors and descendants of the two artists are present in this exhibition. One can perceive enormous gaps and distances between them all. Art thrives in that space, chasms that viewers can only bridge so that observer and observed meet once again at the vanishing point right here. What do you make of this statement? How do you
2: fit in these gaps and distances? So it's quite funny because all of us in the family, obviously were producing art at completely different times. Uh, but there's this reoccurring theme of transformation. It, it's done naturally, I'd say. Uh, and so within these gaps, we all have our differences, but at the same time we express the metamorphosis of life whether that's from destruction to resurrection or or let's say death to life there's all of this contrast between things that uh, we all seem to share and where do you get your inspiration how do you invoke your muse well <laughs> um i've had a lot of inspirations throughout my time uh, creating art whether that's painters or or sculptors. Uh, But really, my main inspiration is probably my grandfather, which is exhibiting as well, obviously, James Warren Lane. And uh, he kind of uh, inspired me to express the abstract rather than the figurative, uh, and the world that entails purely raw emotion rather than depicted uh, straightforward message that you'd see let's say in a figurative painting abstract work evokes this emotion that you feel it's the rawness that you see in something and that really inspired me greatly to produce things that aren't considered uh, normal let's say
1: Mm -hmm. and uh, how do you find the abstract in everyday life uh throughout
2: the day i have many surging thoughts let's say i'm thinking of things probably a lot in terms of what i see and observe um i don't want to like make it sound necessarily like deep but i see the abstract and things that you don't take for granted like the things that you notice that you see on the daily that you question after like why are they there maybe or Why do they look like that? Just like, that's the abstract sense of things that I don't necessarily look at things the way they are, why they're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: How do you find the time to make art? I mean, you are, after all, a full-time high school student. Well,
2: I actually happen to live in a studio. So it's a little studio that my father made for himself initially uh, to work, Uh, but then As I grew up, we thought that uh, it's probably best I have that space to express myself in without Mm -hmm. having to, you know, make messes in the house and stuff. Uh, So I have my desk in there, but on the other hand, I have an area to make complete messes and stuff like that. So I mean, the environment itself is obviously very artistic, so it enables me to work on a daily or anytime I want to really Mm -hmm. and um, uh,
1: what do you want to express through your art what is the burning question you're trying to answer through it
2: well as I said it was kind of my uh, destiny let's say to fulfill this uh, sense of transformation and metamorphosis Mm -hmm. and I'm very fond of the idea of how something so destructive and let's say collapsing in your life that may plummet you very deeply brings you some sort of resurrection after so that contrast between something very dark let's say going into something very light is something i try to find in everything mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of that process i try to display the inner parts within a person that undergoes struggles or stresses or whatever they may be feeling that results into this like blooming this rebirth you know that's what i mm-hmm. what i try to mm-hmm. display what what's your favorite medium my favorite medium uh probably probably sculpture i love sculpture i love working with uh, plaster metal 3d things working with environment so installation and uh, do you think that art is in
1: your future plans uh, professionally? Are you pursuing a career in art? What what are
2: the plans? I'm definitely pursuing art. That's what I want to do. I want to I be an artist. It was kind of a thing that I knew I wanted to do from a very young age. Obviously, when I was younger, I thought it was just cool. But then I realized that it was much more than just drawing, let's say, doodles. It became something that I found very important in my life. And I don't know how I'd be able to not do art in my life. <laughs>
0: Listening To the Outcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. This is the student edition.
1: Have you had to explain or even defend your passion for art to your peers? Uh,
2: well, lately, actually, it's been a little bit easier to say that I want to study art and why I enjoy it, but in the past, at least, uh, when I was younger, people would ask me like, oh, anybody can do what you do, you know, you're just drawing or like stuff like that. Uh, so it was a little bit discouraging at that point in terms of perceiving the art the way I did. It's uh, a lot more acceptable, I think, in terms of, uh, the people that are around me. They, they think that it's okay. They think that it's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, but definitely in the past I was discouraged and kind of brought down because, uh, art was seen as something, uh, Very easy, let's say, that anyone can do it and anyone's uh, wired, let's say, to do it. Mm -hmm. As you said, you're coming from
1: a family of artists. Have you felt bestowed or endowed with your talent? In other words, do you feel that being an artist is a natural progression through your family or you'd be an artist even if you didn't have all the stimulation and inspiration from your environment?
2: Well, I definitely think that the environment influenced me a lot. I mean, my dad and my, my mother never really forced me to take this path, although I think it was kind of inevitable. I mean, it was everywhere around me art. Uh, my dad was an artist, so and obviously I looked up to him as a father figure. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very... uh it was inevitable. It was inevitable. I, I think regardless, though, in terms of how my mind works, I'm definitely more of a creative person rather than a a scientific mind. So it, it makes sense. I think regardless, honestly, I'd probably take that path.
1: Do you have friends that uh, also create art? Uh, what do you discuss with them? What matters the most to you as you try to figure what to do next?
2: I honestly, I don't really have any friends that... Uh, that do art, I mean, I have friends that appreciate art and understand it, but in terms of actually having some sort of reciprocated conversation regarding, let's say, how we feel about art coming from experience, I've never really had that. Um, you've been at ACS
1: Athens since your very early years. Kindergarten or? From junior kindergarten. Junior K. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, can you remember moments where you felt that talent coming through? Through activities, events, or maybe something a
2: teacher told you. Uh, I mean, I do remember in my elementary years when they'd give awards, like at the end of the year, I'd get like the artist award or something, something silly like that. So I, I guess that validation from that area came. You think uh, it played
1: the role for you going through it and say, oh, I think, yeah." I mean, people it, like what I do.
2: I guess <laughs> I mean it, it encouraged me in that aspect. It made me feel like I was kind of acknowledged as the. The kid who, who who drew, because back then I, I obviously didn't really do sculpture or anything like that. Mm-hmm, I, would, mm-hmm. I would draw and doodle and do stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. In a year, you'll be graduating. What are you looking forward to in the coming year as a senior?
2: I'm very excited, actually, in terms of completing my last year at ACS just because of the opportunities I've been able to to get and attain from from the school, especially having the ability to have a, a nice studio to work in with a lot of materials that are given to me. And that allows me to get a little head start, let's say. I'm able to handle things that I, I probably wouldn't be able to handle outside of school because I wouldn't be able to access them. And so my plans are definitely to work on my art and uh, stay active in my academics obviously i can't fall behind in that uh but definitely my life primarily revolves around uh, strengthening my my art
1: Mm -hmm. other than your family members that are all artists um do you aspire to someone do you have a uh, someone that you're looking up to as you go forward
2: or do you like to emulate someone I don't necessarily, I, I, I mentioned before, I'm very inspired by my my grandfather uh, in terms of the way he he perceived art and the way he expressed it through, through abstract work. Uh, but I do borrow, I think, parts of different artists, sculptors like Anthony Gormley or like Francis Bacon, those two artists specifically have really influenced me. Not really necessarily in the way they create art, but more in the messages that they convey within their art which has to do with transformation and catharsis and metamorphosis.
1: James, thank you so much. Wishing you all the best for the year to come and
2: whatever you do. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You are listening to the OWLcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens make sure you subscribe to the Allcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been a production of the ACS Athens Media Studio.